0: Hey y'all and welcome to my podcast Single Mom Gang. I'm your host Najula Pierce and in today's episode we're going to be talking about taking your hands out the pot. But before we jump into today's episode y'all let's do our daily check-in. How are you doing today sis? How was y'all's weekend? How y'all been these last what two weeks? I think it's been two weeks since I last recorded with y'all. How y'all been? Um I'm doing good, y'all. I had a very eventful last few weeks. <laughs> uh, let's see. This last weekend, um, I I didn't do much. I you know went out to dinner. I checked out this Jamaican restaurant. It was okay. Um, the food really wasn't that good. Um, I had got some t- fried tilapia fish, and you know they fried the fish. No, actually, it was a red snapper, and so they had fried it the the whole fish. And, um, the fish just tastes like it was refried. Um, they gave me some vegetable rice and there was no seasoning in the rice, y'all. Um, the plantains taste burnt. It was just like nasty. So, (laughs) I mean, I love Jamaican food and that food was just not on point. Maybe it was just because it was the end of the day and they was tired. And you know, when you're tired, you don't put much effort into your food. So, um, let's see. Sunday, I went to go check out this church called Social Dallas. Um I loved it from the time that we got there, positive vibes, everybody. They, so they had a DJ outside and it was just fun cuz everybody was just outside dancing and they had the welcome signs and it's very um diverse and the pastor is hilarious. Um they definitely have a younger crowd, so I felt like I really felt like I fit in there. My daughter loved it. She got to sit in service with me. And she, you know, I was looking at her because that was her first experience inside a church service. She usually goes to children's church. And so um she was laughing and she was singing, you know, worshiping. And it was just such a beautiful experience to see my daughter in service and just to be worshiping with me. And um it was nice. I really want to go back. The only negative side about it is it is 30 minutes from my house. But like I was thinking about it the other day, I'm like, hey, you only drive 30 minutes. You're only going to be driving 30 minutes, maybe twice or once a week. So that's not bad. And you like the church, so why not go back, right? <laughs> um, Let's see what else has been going on with me. I'm still working from home, y'all. That has been a challenge because with working from home, you know, my kids are here. So I had to take my son out of daycare because it was too expensive um most of these daycares they want their money like every week and I honestly cannot afford to pay like 250 every week like I'm not even gonna lie to myself I'm not even on that level yet I'm expecting to be on that level real soon honey but (laughs) right now I don't have the funds to be paying 250 a week so homeboy is home with me it has been a challenge because um he's a taller, you know you know how toddlers are they want everything now they want you to pick them up they want to eat they cry throwing temper tantrums and you know he's a boy so boys are more rowdy uh so i'm actually helping my daughter's helping me with him my sister's here yes y'all my sister i let her come back with me so she moved in with me (laughs) because i realized i do need help uh so my sister moved in with me and uh she's been helping me with my son and my kids and just keeping him while I'm at work. So I work from like eight to four 30. And so that's helped out tremendously. Um, and then y'all know from the last episode, I was talking about dating and manifesting your, your husband and everything. And, um, you know, I told y'all how I really felt about my past relationship. So me and my now he's my ex we decided to end our relationship just because of um there were some things that happened and I kind of you know I was still holding on to the relationship but um I had lost all trust for him like the trust was out the the window um and I was just holding on to him because I didn't want to be lonely like I felt like because I'm in you know I'm 35 I didn't want to be alone I'm like my I might as well keep him because to have somebody is better than having nobody but I realized I'm only hurting myself when I'm like that when I you know have that mind that thought process and so we decided to end our relationship and um we're still friends we still talk it's I'm not gonna lie it's hard because we dated for a year but um I'd rather be with someone that God has for me and someone that I can trust rather than me always worried about what he's doing who he's with and all that mess so um i did go on a date actually it was yesterday um i met this guy uh on this dating website <laughs> and you know i was kind of i was you know i'm not gonna lie i was kind of feeling guilty because i'm like um i don't know if it's is it too soon to be dating you know maybe i should just wait and i'm like it's just dating you're not having sex with the guy you're just dating, you just meeting new people, you know, you're just getting out there. And so we went on a date, and we went to this Chinese restaurant called P.F. Chang's, and you know, he didn't really, he looked like what he looked like in his video, because we did a video chat, but um, when I saw him in person, his, you know, his head was kind of big, and I'm like, yo, his head was like extremely big, like, <laughs> and I was looking at him like, does, does he have something wrong with him? Like, you know, cause I work with people, you know, with patients who have like brain tumors. And I was just thinking to myself, does he have a brain tumor? Is he okay? Cause his head was like, it was like really big. Like, I forget what you call it. Like, I don't know. It was just really weird. And so it was mostly like on the sides of his head. So I don't know if he had some kind of like brain issue going on, but, um, he was a gentleman, like you know, he was dressed properly. He was well manicured. His shoes was clean. His nails was clean. He smelled, ooh, child, he smelled good. I think he smelled better than me because I don't really like a lot of perfume. I usually put like a, a few dabs, but he had like the overbearing. But it it was like, he smelled good overbearing. And so uh, he was a gentleman. Everything was going good. You know, he tried to hold my hand or whatever. And I'm like, oh, uh. <laughs> I could tell he was really feeling me because when we were sitting down, like he was, he had turned his body towards me and, you know, he put his hands on my chair and he kept trying to hold my hand and stuff like that. So I could tell he was feeling me, but I wasn't really feeling him. And so, um, as we were talking, we're eating, we were laughing, you know, we had a good conversation and then the conversation turned into, um about working and he was like would you ever drive a truck you know he was asking me where I was from I said oh I just moved here from Washington State he was like oh Washington State that's a good state he's like would you ever drive like one of those semi trucks and make like a business out of it and I'm like no that's not really for me I believe that you know when you do something in life you should do something to enjoy it and he was like what this is where the this is where the uh, conversation turned left y'all he was like what he was like oh no I work to make money. I don't work because I like to do things or I don't work just to work because I like the job. I basically work so I can make money. And he's a nurse. So I'm like, okay, so what about your nursing job? Do you like that? He was like, hell no, I don't like my job. I hate my job. I'm just doing it for the money. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I was like, well, you want to be a trucker? And he's like, yes. And I said, okay, so do you like driving trucks? He's like, no, I hate it. I don't want to drive trucks but i'm just doing it for the money and i'm like okay well you know for me i believe like if you're going to do something in life you should have some kind of passion about it like i believe when you get a job you don't have to fall in love with that job but you should get a job where it lines you up to where you want to go in life or at least like it a little bit and he was like no we just had like different we had like different mindsets in regards to working and his whole mindset is work you just go to work for money you don't have to like your job my mindset is that you go to work you pick a job that you like and that you know that's going to help you along the way but also get the money and um we just had different mindsets and that kind of you know I'm not going to lie y'all that kind of turned me off a little bit because i was just like um If we can't agree on that, can we even agree on other things that we're going to be talking about? And I can tell he's like really setting his ways about a lot of stuff because he's, you know, he's in his 40s and, you know, he's he's lived his life he's up there and he knows what he wants and there's no change in his mind and I kind of saw that when I was talking with him so it kind of turned me off he was a gentleman though like he walked me to my car he didn't ask me you know for sex or to let's go to the hotel or to go back to his house he tried to give me a hug I give him like a side hug and then he (laughs) text he actually texts me it's like I'm home I guess that was like a hint saying that um, I could at least text him that I was home. But I don't know, y'all. I wasn't really feeling it. And uh, yeah. So anyways, after that, (laughs) um, let's see what else I've been up to. So, oh yeah, y'all. So lately also, before we jump into the episode, I just have so much to tell y'all because I don't have no friends and y'all my only friends. So I feel like when I get on here, y'all my best friends, I gotta tell y'all everything. Okay, so (laughs) before we jump to the episode, real quick, y'all, I have been thinking about trying RV life, like converting my life over into being an RV. So, okay, originally I had wanted to do like tiny houses, but I realized, um, I like the tiny house, but it's, it's a little bit too tiny for me. And I like how like it saves you money and how it allows you to focus on your family and not material items but um i just don't like the only thing i didn't like about the tiny house is that you have to climb up these stairs to get into your bed and to get to the loft and stuff like that and so i'm like no and so i kept researching and i um found this lady on youtube called the mom trotter she's a it's a black family, and it's a husband, a wife, and their son, and they got a fifth-wheel RV, and they live in the RV. They travel around the world. Oh my gosh, y'all. I swear, like, they travel literally every month. They're going somewhere. They're either doing, like, road trips, or they're traveling across the country, and she homeschools her son. She works from home, um, and she was saying how she gave up, like, her three-bedroom house, you know, to convert to RV life. Um, to pay off a lot of debt, to save money, and to just travel the world and be with her family. And I was like, that's me. That's what I need in my life. That's what I want. I want to be like that. I want to be like her. Because I feel like I'm living in a box sometimes. Like, just working 9 to 5, Monday through Friday. You only get two days off, and then you go back to work. Like, what can you... Like, the first day, your first day off, you really need that day to just rest, clean up your house, and reset. The second day, you do stuff that you want to do outside the house like going out or having fun taking your kids out and then monday you're back to work like who wants to live like that every day you know the same routine and i'm like god there has to be more to life than just this american routine of working to pay bills i want to experience life like i look at my life and it has it has always been about working just to pay bills and just to get by. I'm ready to like see the world. I want my kids to experience the world, to experience new places and see new things and and just travel. And so um, I'm really deciding, I'm really debating if I want to try this RV life. Um, uh, My lease in my apartment is up on May 9th. No, yeah, May 9th of next year. And so I just really been considering like, is this what I really want to do? You know, I've been doing my research and um, of course I'm going to check out some RVs. Um, The only thing that kind of worries me about doing RV life is um, parking in the RV parks. I heard that there's pros and cons to that. So I don't want to be like in an RV park that's ghetto, that's hillbilly, that's nasty, that has like drug addicts. I don't want that for my kids and my environment. And so I'm really looking into, you know, a safe RV park. I'm looking into maybe purchasing some land where I can park my RV or renting out of space on some land. So I'm definitely doing my research. But yeah, I just wanted y'all to know that. Um, and yeah, if you are in, if you are in an RV um, or you own an RV or you, you know, do stuff like that, message me on my Instagram, y'all, because I'm really curious about it. Okay, so let's jump into today's episode. Um, uh, I decided to name this episode Get Your Hands Out the Pot, y'all, because we really have to wait. We have to wait for things in life. Like, okay, so these last few weeks for me, um <laughs> actually this whole time I've been in Dallas really I just been wanting everything like right now. I want my my living room set right now. I want my bedroom set right now. I want my daughter to be enrolled in these summer camps right now. I got to find the right daycare right now, the right church right now. I want the husband right now. And I had to step back, do some self reflection and say, Najla, just wait. Why are you rushing things? Just wait. You have everything you need here. Right. I have my my kids. I have my remote job. I have food in the fridge. I literally where I live, I literally have everything in arm's reach where I can just walk out my door, go to the grocery store, take my kids to the pool, walk the trail. Everything is right here. But why am I still searching for more? And I think a lot has to do with being on social media. Um, when you're on social media constantly every day scrolling, you know, you see people in their lives and what they have. And you start looking at your own life and saying, OK, maybe I do need this. Maybe I do need a bigger house, a better car or, you know, to look this way or to have this hairstyle. And I had to tell myself, you know, to get off social media, um, basically take a break from social media and just to be thankful what I have now, right? And so I just felt really led to do this episode because we live in a society where it's instant gratification. We want everything right now. And, you know, when we live like that, we don't really get the things we need. We get the things that are available, but are they really what we need. It's like going to 7-Eleven. You know, you just go in there to get the milk. You get like a small little milk, but is that milk really going to last you for the next two weeks, you know? You really want to get something or attract things to you that is going to last, that's going to mature you, that's going to develop you, that's going to help you. You don't want something that's like quick. You don't want a little dollar burger. You want a whole meal with vegetables, rice, and some protein. And so... I just felt really led because I know that if I'm feeling this way, there's other people out there that's <clears throat> excuse me, y'all that's also feeling that way, and I'm just here to tell you, sis, take your hands out the pot, take your hands out the pot, let the meat simmer, okay, You don't want some uncooked raw meat, you don't want something that's gonna make you sick um when things when we get things in life that's premature, it brings headaches trust me I know you don't want nothing in life that's premature you don't want nothing in life that's not good for you especially you know relationships and jobs and just different things that we want right away it never truly brings us the the gratification that we need it doesn't really help us it's just it's like a band-aid it helps at the moment but it doesn't help in the long run And so um, we really have to just just wait on God we just have to just be patient be in this place where you're just thankful and just wait Um, I can count many times where I waited on God and he went over and beyond for the things I needed some examples are Before I moved to Dallas, I was in my apartment, and it was basically like a four-bedroom apartment. But before I got that apartment, y'all, I was actually living in a studio. And so at the time, it was just me and my daughter. I had just got out of a bad, abusive relationship, and it was me and my daughter. We had moved to this um, small studio apartment, and... You know my daughter was sleeping in my bed. I was literally doing lashes in my kitchen. y'all, but I had my apartment fixed up so cute where you know it worked for us and my customers they was okay with it because most of my customers they've been with me so long they didn't care where I was as long as they could come get their lashes done. so I was literally doing lashes. And living in this small studio, one bedroom apartment. And I kept telling my daughter, I like, you know, one day mommy's gonna get you your own room. You're gonna have your own room. You're gonna decorate it. We're gonna have washer and dryer. We don't have to keep going to the laundromat. And y'all know what? One day, I literally was at my job and I was taking out the trash. And I kept telling myself, before I found my apartment, I said, I'm going to get my three-bedroom apartment. It's going to have all these amenities. It's going to have this and that. And I kept telling myself that every day, I said, just wait. It's going to come. Just wait. Y'all, so literally when I was at work one day, I was taking out the trash. And there was a building next to me. And I saw them cleaning out the unit. And I said, hey, did the people move out of that unit? Because... I had worked for this Pacific doctor for so long. And when I saw that the people moved out, I was surprised because they lived there forever. And the manager was like, yes, they moved out. He was like, if you, if you know anybody that needs a three bedroom, let me know. And I said, okay, well, I'm kind of curious to see what it looks like inside. Like, can I just look inside and see what it looks like? He's like, sure. So here I am on my break, you know, looking at this apartment. And y'all, when I walked in, I almost fell out like, I was so shocked in my breath. I, I, really, I literally lost my breath because it was everything that I had prayed for. And when I walked into that unit, I knew that's what God wanted me to have. Like I knew that's what I've been waiting for. It was so spacious. It had a washer and dryer. The um The rooms were huge. It was a three bedroom, but there also was like a bonus room that you could use for an office. And so it was basically like a four bedroom and y'all like when I tell you that my my prayers was answered that day like God truly truly went over and beyond he truly gave me more than what I wanted and so I just say that to say that when we wait on what God has for us he's gonna bless you over and beyond like your wildest dreams more than what you could have imagined like what you thought you needed. No, he's going to do more than that. And so, um, I just keep telling myself, Nachla, wait, just wait. You have everything you need right now. You don't need anything else. And that's one thing I like about the RV life and converting to, you know, just downsizing my life and, you know, just converting over to that lifestyle, because it allows you to be grateful for what you have. Like, You don't need all those expensive things. You don't need, you know, all those, like, super fancy things. You have everything you need right there. And when I'm in my house, y'all, let me tell you, the two places my kids, me and my kids hang out is in the kitchen and in my room. That's literally the only places they hang out with. I mean, they follow me. And it's the kitchen and the room. We don't be nowhere else. We We barely be in the living room. We barely use that space that we have now, like... And it just made me realize, like, what I have, I'm okay with. Like, it's okay. <laughs> I hope y'all understand what I'm trying to say. Like, you are fine, sis. You are fine. Get your hands out the pot. Stop trying to control everything and let God control. Just give him control. Just let go. You know, earlier today, I was meditating. And um, when I was doing my meditation... I literally saw myself just like I think I was falling out of a plane, but I saw myself, you know how like when someone's doing bungee jumping and they just fall back and just they're just letting themselves go and they, their arms are open and they're just floating in the air. That's literally what I saw myself doing, and I think God gave me that vision to remind me to just like let go. You know when you're holding on to things, when you're trying to control so much stuff, you are stressing yourself out. You're you're actually slowing down the process when you are holding on and you're trying to take control. You're slowing down your own process because if things are not going your way, you know, you get upset, you get irritated, you, you get mad, you cry, you know, you know how you be. I know how I act. Like when things don't go my way, I throw a temper tantrum. <laughs> And so I literally had to just, I had to learn how to just like let go. And I just keep having that vision of me just like falling from a plane, like bungee jumping from a plane and floating in midair and my arms just open wide and I'm just closing my eyes and I'm just floating and I'm just like, God, just take control. Whatever happens, happens. God knows what he has for you. He knows what you need. He sees what you need and he's definitely going to provide it, but you just have to trust him. And just let go. And um, it's funny because part of this, um, I was actually talking to my mom the other day. And my mom is funny because <laughs> she always has some kind of... Okay, my mom's a Scorpio. And she always be reading me all the time. Like, she be texting me stuff. And she was like, I just sensed that this is going on. I'm like, Mom, can you please stop reading me? I know that's one of your signs. But can you stop it? Like... <laughs> So she was like, so let me get this right. You just working and you just sitting at home every day. Like, are you even doing anything? Are you getting out the house? And I'm like, "Mm, I'm not really. I mean, I went out to dinner, but that's everybody goes out to dinner. You could eat dinner at home. And I'm like, she's like, you need to get out the house and have fun. And I'm like, dang, my mom is right this time. I'm not going to tell her that. But I'm thinking in my mind, I do need to get out and have fun. Literally the next day. I'm talking with my friend on the phone and we're talking talking and you know she's asking me have you went to go do this have you went to go do that and I'm like no girl I don't go out every weekend like that I just work and be with my kids and that's it she's like girl you need to get out and have fun you need to go experience life she's like you have this new life like God gave you this whole new chapter and you're just you're not taking advantage of it you're not going out to experience things and have fun And then thirdly, y'all, just before I recorded this podcast, um, I was watching this girl on YouTube and she was like, part of manifesting your, your soulmate is you need to just like, just have fun, go out there, have fun. Do you go have fun, go experience life, go travel, go. If you want to go. You know to the club and go dance and twerk go do that but just go have fun go do you and i thought i think that's such a huge component of when you're waiting like yes you're waiting for for whatever you need to come to you yes you're waiting on the husband the job the house whatever you want but in the midst of that how are you preparing yourself to receive what you wait for Ooh, that's good right (laughs) That's that pastor coming in. My grandma was a pastor, y'all, at the Baptist church, honey. But anyways, (laughs) how are you preparing yourself to get what you're waiting for? How is your response? How are you feeling inside? Like, how are you prepping yourself? Are you trying to control things? Are you stressed out? Because good things don't come. Seed can't grow in dry soil okay you can't receive anything if you are angry depressed not forgiving um i mean unforgiving and just like in this dark place and you know have all this negative energy you can't receive nothing like that nothing it's not gonna come to you it's gonna go right past you and go right back around again and you're gonna be right back in the same cycle right back in the same cycle so how are you preparing yourself to get what you're waiting for I think that's the big picture and one, I think one of the steps God showed me today and he's been speaking to me these last few days was you have to um you have to just let go and go have fun go do you go do what you love to do like there's a whole world out there be grateful where you are now and just go out there and have fun. You know, do what you love to do. Whatever you used to do when you were in your when you were a teenager or you when you were a kid or whatever hobbies you have or you know whatever you like to do, go do it. But don't sit there and stress yourself out about having control. You got to take your hands out the pot, sis. You have to take your hands out the pot. And so that's all I have for y'all today. I just feel Felt really led to talk about this and just waiting, you know. Um, I know waiting can't be fun. It's it can be hard sometimes when you're waiting and you know you're trusting God and you just you watching everybody else get what they have and get their blessings. You're like, God, what about me? What about me? Don't you see me? I've been waiting for years, I've been diligent, I've been listening to you, I've been obedient, I've been praying, you know. But I'm here to tell you, sis, that your time is gonna come. But in the meantime, wait with happiness. Wait with gratitude. Wait with anticipation that you know that what God has for you is going to come. And while you're waiting, write down the things you want, manifest it, speak it into existence. I mean, don't go to the point where you're like overindulging in it where you're trying to take control and you know do all those things, you know, do all those things where you don't give God control. But manifest it. Write it down. Speak it into existence. Pray about it. Meditate on it. And it's definitely going to happen for you. So I hope that this word encourages someone today. Um, Like I said, I felt really led just to tell you t- just to wait. Take your hands off the pot and just wait. Prep yourself. Do what makes you happy and watch God come to pass. I mean, bring what you need and make it happen for you, all right? So that's all I have for y'all today. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Uh, if you like my podcast, be sure to give me a rating, um, give me some, some feedback. You can follow me on Instagram at Single Mom Gang. I mean, sorry, actually, I changed my name. It's no longer Single Mom Gang. My Instagram name is Najla Pierce, so you can find me there. Feel free to send me a message. And let me know what y'all think about the podcast and on today's episode. But remember, sis, to wait. Take your hands off the pot. Prep yourself on what you're waiting for and do what makes you happy. All right, y'all. I love you. Talk to you soon. Bye.